Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while you're on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode. Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. I am your host and spiritual BFF, Amberly Lyons, and we are on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. Today, we have such a fun guest. Her name is Lauren Hubert. She's the CEO of Sorority Nutrition. She is changing the way we talk about weight loss. Created by a registered dietitian and your weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert, TSN has created a space for women not to feel guilty, but wanting to lose weight, becoming their hottest selves and loving the way they look and feel inside and out. They are all about the hot and healthy vibes. And before we dive in, I want to put a little disclaimer. This may trigger some people, but when we say hot and healthy, we're not trying to fit anyone into a box or say that any one body type is acceptable and other ones aren't. And what I love about Lauren is that she works with women of all shapes and sizes, helps them really love themselves, achieve the goals that they've set out for themselves, not something society has set for them. And she encourages people to find their unique hotness. So I actually worked with Lauren last year when I was feeling the COVID depression in those first few months and I had put on some weight, I was doing very unhot and unhealthy habits. And was I still hot? Yes. But did I feel hot and healthy? No, I was in a pattern of like ordering takeout, drinking wine every day. And Lauren helped me form really empowering habits that really worked for me. And I've lost and kept off 15 pounds, might I add. So again, we're not body shaming here. We all agree that you need to love your body wherever it's at. And I didn't love my body on that entire journey. I never would have gotten to my ultimate feeling of hotness and healthiness. And Lauren's just been my cheerleader and guide on this journey. So welcome to the show. Disclaimer over. Welcome to the show, Lauren. (laughs) Yes, girl. Oh my God. I love that. And I can't say it enough. Like being hot and also healthy and being confident in yourself is so much more than just your weight. Like your weight plays freaking into it, but like, no matter what your weight is, like confidence comes from freaking within anyway. Exactly. hundred percent. And I really need to thank you as well, because since working with you, I've like never felt stronger, like physically and mentally, like I've fluctuated since I was like 14 years old, it's like 10 or 15 pounds. And it wasn't even about the weight. It was, I knew that it was like, almost like the weight was the indicator of how I was feeling inside. And that was my journey with it. And you helped me so much with the mindset around it. And I just feel like a freedom that I've never felt. And like, I've kind of reclaimed my power and I love it. Yes. Reclaim that power, honey. Okay. We like to start the show sharing what we're most excited about today. And today I am most excited about, I got back on my healthy wagon faster than ever. So I went away for Easter to my mom's. We were eating risotto, drinking wine, and just like not working out for three days. And it usually takes me a while to bounce back from that and get back to like working out and to have the energy. But we were kind of talking before we started recording that like the moon was in Pisces. So everyone's just feeling a little bit like in their feelings and a little unmotivated, but I got back on it today and I only did like a 15 minute spin and then 15 minute like workout workout, but I just felt so freaking good after. So I'm excited about that. 
Oh my God. Yes. Your, your, your win is totally what I'm going through too. So a little different situation, but I hurt my back and it was like weeks on end of like it building up. And then Monday I woke up and I literally was like, Oh my God, my comfy bed, like didn't even feel comfy because my damn back was hurting so bad. So immediately I booked a massage. And let me tell you, that was the most uncomfortable, painful massage experience. Like most people relax in massages, like not me that day. And now, you know, that was Monday. Today is Friday. I am finally, after we record this podcast episode, me and my husband are heading to the gym. I'm going to get back on my workout routine, which makes me just feel my absolute best. And also look my best. Um, so I am just so happy to like be back in like my Lauren vibes over here. Yes. Get in it, girl. Okay, we're going to do a chakra shout out. I'm going to shout out a brand called Freak Rituals, like F-R-E-Q, like frequency, but it's shortened with freak, which I love. So it's called Freak Rituals. They have bath salts, they have little tinctures, and they have this energy mist. And the whole concept is that it helps you leverage your manifestation. So their vibe and their like slogan is see it, speak it, know it, have it. So when you use their products, you're supposed to like repeat that mantra and they're like crystal infused and it's so magical. So I actually have a discount for you guys. So if you use the link on my show notes, you'll get 20% off and the bath salts are delish and little tincture tastes delicious in your water. Um, and the owner of the brand, her name's Andrea Crowder. We've actually had her on the show before. Um, it's called, I remember the episode was called spiritually intimate because that was the name she had like a clothing brand that had like little crystal pouches in the bras. It was really cute. Um, so that's her brand as well. So if you want to follow Andrea Crowder and Freak Rituals, we'll link you guys in the show notes. Who would you like to shout out, Miss Lauren? Yes. Okay. So this is like so easy for me. So I, when I was in Vegas a few weekends ago, I spur of the moment just bought this amazing leather jacket from All Saints. And let me tell you, this was probably one of my best purchases probably in the past year since 2021 hit. Mm-hmm. Um, because like one, a leather jacket is like, like such a freaking staple, but like this jacket is so freaking nice. Like, you know, when you buy articles of clothing that you're just like, I literally just want to live in this all the time. Cause I'm obsessed with it. That is this leather jacket to me. And it's so trendy and cute. And I'm obsessed with it. I love all saints. I love, okay. That's so funny. My first big purchase ever was an all saints coat. It wasn't a leather jacket, but it was uh, like a wool coat. And it was when I first started Ooh. dating my husband and we went to Seattle and like the conversion rate was bad. And like, it cost me like with the conversion, it was like 11 hundred dollars and I'd never spent that on an article of clothing before and then there was a part of me that like felt so guilty for buying it and then what did I do I fucking rolled my suitcase over it like it got stuck under my suitcase <gasps> wheel and ripped off oh my god <laughs> so note to selves if you buy said all saints jacket don't feel guilty because if you feel guilty you manifest shit like that <laughs> I know literally I am like being so conscious with this jacket because I just like freaking love it like some things I just like throw on the ground and stuff like this jacket is one of those things that like every time I take it off I'm like putting it on the rack perfectly because I'm like this is my baby (laughs) okay I love it so let's get into our slumber party questions what is your morning ritual Yes. I mean, it's so funny because Amber, you really, really helped me with my morning rituals. You talked about like how I helped you. Like, let's be real. You've helped me a lot as well. (laughs) Um, And my morning rituals now look a lot different. I've been really trying to do this whole thing with like rolling into my day. And for those of you guys listening to this that do own your own business and you are your own boss, even if you do that, like for some of you guys, like you may just like get up early in the morning and like not even realize you're not giving yourself time. 
So I've been really trying to not just get up immediately when my alarm or like my, my husband gets up and, you know, I wake up in bed. Um, so I really try to kind of chill out in the morning. Um, I sometimes do go on my phone in bed, even though Amber was like, stop it. Um, but I, I, I am trying to break that habit. Um, I may go on TikTok a little bit, um, but I do journal in the morning, right? When I get up, have my coffee, drink my water, um, and then wait before I walk my dogs, which has been really awesome. I love a dog walk. I don't think people realize how meditative it is. Like that's kind of my favorite. I mean, unless it's raining, it's kind of my favorite time of the day. I love it too. And honestly, like if I didn't have dogs, I don't think I would go outside in the morning as much as I do, but because you have to, because you have to take your dogs out, it honestly is like therapy to me. Yes. hundred percent. What is a book that has changed your life? Ooh. So I will say full disclosure, I don't read a lot. Like that is like a really bad quality about me. And it's because I've been so trapped in this like entrepreneur, like let's work over reading. However, there is a book that was a really, really awesome. Um, I remember that I read when I first began the sorority nutritionist and it was just at a point in my life that I really needed to read it. It's a very basic book. I'm sure many women have read it, Um, but you are a badass. That book really, really helped me. Um, And the second option I would choose is the 5 a.m. club, um, which is so the opposite of what I'm trying to do now with waking up in the morning. But just like these self-help books that are like almost like giving you confidence when you don't have it. Like those are the books I totally vibe with. Um, I definitely need to start reading more of them though. Yes. Jen Sincero, who wrote You Are a Badass, actually came on the podcast. Yes. Oh my God. That book was so good. So good. She has another one called You're a Badass at Making Money. And I haven't read that one yet, but it's supposed to be really good. And then she wrote another one called Badass Habits, which actually maybe you should read that or have your clients read it or something. That would probably be really good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't heard of that one. I like, I like the money one too. I want to read that one. Yeah, I know. I keep meaning to buy it, but I haven't yet. Um, okay. Important question. Who's your favorite Kardashian? Well, I have to go with Kim and I, I mean, obviously owning my own business and just like her confidence. And honestly, like this sounds really self-centered, um, but I feel like if I was like any of the Kardashians, I think it would be Kim. And like, even to the detail of like her, like not loving alcohol, but like more recently, like loving to drink and stuff like that. Like, I feel like her personality is just so me. So yeah, I love Kim K. Love her. Do you know your sun, your moon and your rising or just your Zodiac, like your main sun sign? I just know my Zodiac. What is it? I'm a Libra. Oh, I love a Libra. That's why we get along so well because we're air signs. Oh my God. Look at that. Yes. It's actually funny. I'm getting more into all this stuff and it's so interesting reading more about my Zodiac, especially during the times of the year and just like in general. And I'm like all like the bad qualities of me and like the habits that like, I feel like are engraved in me and like are like in my DNA, literally. Um, it's so funny how so many of them align with a lot of the tendencies of Libra's. Yes. And I just, we just had a guy on the podcast named Alex Kazimi and he was so interesting. And he said that, um, well, so the truth is that with, um, with astrology, we have our sun sign and that's like, kind of like our innate self. And then we have our rising sign, which is how people see us. And then we have our moon sign. Like there's so many different signs. Um, and so we kind of end up having like kind of every sign in our chart in some way. Like for me, like I have Jupiter and Pisces, which means that when it comes to like business, I'm very like ethereal and very like feminine and very flowy. But then he kind of said that the goal, our like life journey and life 
like purpose is to ascend the bad habits of that zodiac. And it's like, so many of us use them as a crutch, myself included. I'm always like, I'm an Aquarius. I don't have feelings, <laughs> but then it's like, we, it's like our life lesson is to learn how to change those negative elements of our, of our chart, which is so interesting. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. But for anyone else that doesn't know um, their like full chart, you can go to cafe. If you just Google cafe astrology and it says like, get your birth chart. I always just type in cafe astrology birth chart because their website is really hard to navigate. So if you just type in cafe astrology birth chart, but you need to know your time and city of birth, and then it'll give you like the whole shebang. It's like so interesting. Oh my God. Literally doing this after this call. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yay. So let's talk about you and all the amazing things that you do. I want to know about your own hot and healthy journey. And when you decided to make this your life's work. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. You're even asking that question and like asking me to share more about it. Cause I'm, I'm sitting here and almost like having this moment where I'm like, how did I end up here? Because it's so freaking cliche. And like, you always hear from like business owners and CEOs and like just people when like they've reached quote unquote success, like, like how their life just like shaped it. But I'm sitting here like, my life experience of struggling with my weight is like undoubtedly why I'm here. And, um, it's so funny because when you're struggling with your weight, you don't, sometimes you don't know why you're struggling with something during a time. And like, you don't think possibly how that could be like such a big benefit for you in life. Right. Mm -hmm. But then you look back when you like accomplish something or like you realize that insecurity or that struggle, like super shaped you. And that's exactly what happened with my weight loss journey. Mm, And you were like, this kind of happened for you during university. Yeah. So back in college, um, so I went to high school up in Massachusetts and, um, I went to college at Florida state. And if you know anything about Massachusetts and Florida, they're very different places. So I moved, you know, not across the country, but, um, sort of like across the country, um, and Florida was so far away and nobody there. I joined a sorority and that fall semester, I gained like about 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was interesting. Like I didn't at first, like super notice changes in my body. I was overeating. I was using food for comfort. I was enjoying all the alcohol and stuff, but it wasn't actually till a few people started to make comments about it where I really was like, wow, like my weight, I do look different. Oh my God, my clothes don't fit. It kind of just all like hit me because I had this low level of lack of self-confidence and like lack of not liking my body for a long time, as long as I can remember. But then the weight gain, like kind of turned up the intensity of it. And then I, you know, honestly began my weight loss journey. And unfortunately it led me down a very restrictive dieting path, you know, all the things that my current clients try, like I've done them and I've been exposed to them as well. But especially for me, it created not just dieting, but it created like a really, really negative mindset towards food with me. And I never had, I would say a full bone eating disorder, but I definitely had very much disordered eating tendencies where I would, you know, skip meals and snacks and think I didn't deserve something unless I ran like five or six miles. And it just wasn't, it was so ironic because it was such a fun time in my life. I mean, I was at a huge party school in a sorority during the college championship stuff that happened at FSU. And it was just like a blast, but I was so struggling with my body and my confidence, um, honestly, up until even graduation, which is really sad to think. 
Mm-hmm. And then when did you launch your business? So I launched my business in April of 2019. Um, and actually after I graduated from Florida state, I ended up doing my uh, master's in nutrition at Boston university. Um, and my internship to become like an accredited dietitian. And that was actually a really pivotal stage in the this whole journey. And I often look back, like, did I need my master's? Like I didn't for the work I do, but that time actually was really pivotal in healing my relationship to food and relationship to my body and like exercise. So I could go on and do this work um, because I was exposed actually a lot to eating disorders, which a lot of people don't know because I work in such an aesthetic weight loss focused area that I've seen like the total opposite side of the spectrum where I've worked in a place where it was like anti-weight loss and anti any like focus on how you look. That was actually so radical to me at the time, but so important and honestly helps the way I counsel my patients now. Mm, So what was like the mindset shift that, that switched you? Like just kind of like seeing, you know, really like learning about the different disordered eating and being like, wow, I'm doing that. Or like, was there like a certain shift or like breakthrough for you? Yeah. And you know what? I felt a lot of shame when I was in that environment, because I had known I had struggles and I kept them secret. And then I started to open up to people, especially women that I was, that were like doing um, their dietitian work with me, like the the collegiate work and, you know, more stuff like normalizing the struggle often nutritionists and dietitians face, you know, we're at higher rates for eating disorders too. So, you know, that's something that a lot of people talk about. But it wasn't until I got into that clinic and saw people with such severe issues that I realized like I shouldn't feel shame about it because it's something that so many women struggle with. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, although I was feeling this, this like almost like back and forth, like, should I feel shame about it? Should I not? It really allowed me to grow and recognize like, what can I absorb and take from the situation? How can I be better? But most importantly, how can I learn more so I can not only heal my relationship to food, but also like help other people and let them know, like, I don't want anyone to feel shame about the way that they look or the fact that they can't achieve an aesthetic goal or whatever struggle they're facing with nutrition. Like everyone struggles with this stuff. Some people it's very severe, like an eating disorder, but for the everyday woman, so many women think about their bodies and their dissatisfaction with it. Like this is so normalized in our culture, but we just don't talk about it. hundred mm-hmm, percent. And I always say like, we teach what we need to learn. And so many people, including myself, like when I first started, I was like, well, who am I to teach about like balance or who am I to teach about this when I'm like not living the most balanced life in the world. But it's like, I feel like the reason that you went through what you went through was because you're meant to teach this stuff and you would never have learned it if you didn't go through it yourself. Yeah. And honestly, I can confidently say for anyone out there, like the situation you described with like teaching balance and not feeling like you're balanced or, you know, being a nutrition coach and feeling like you don't got your shit together or, you know, whatever it could be in life. Those, those struggles that you think are like really bad and like make you feel like you have imposter syndrome and you're not good enough. Like those things shape you into being like literally the best coach or literally the best mentor or whoever, whatever you do, like 
those struggles literally define how amazing you are. Yeah. And it makes you, it gives you that compassion and that understanding of your clients because you actually have been there. And I think that if you hadn't been there, or if anyone hadn't been there and we didn't really understand, we wouldn't feel that desire in our hearts to share that kind of teaching. Like we're sharing it because we're like, damn, I went through this. Like, I know how this felt. Like, I know how shitty this felt. I know how good it feels on the other side. Even if I'm not on the other side, hundred percent of the time, like I know know some tools to get there. Absolutely. I totally agree. Love, love, love. So hot and healthy is also a mindset. Can you talk about just a couple little shifts that people can get into today to get into a hotter and healthier mindset? Yeah. Oh my God. I literally talked about this on my Instagram story this week. And one of my clients today literally was like, Lauren, I took notes from your Instagram story. And by the way, she's like a private client with me. I love her to death, but I'm like, you're taking notes from my Instagram story. Like this shit must've really resonated. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, my biggest tip that I would definitely recommend is like thinking about the person you want to become. And I know you're so about manifestation. So I'm sure this is going to resonate with you as well, but even if, you know, when it comes to weight loss and not feeling your best, if it's super uncomfortable and honestly hard when you're at a really heavy weight or not feeling like yourself in your body, you feel like you've gained fat or you've, you know, just don't fit into your clothes and you don't feel as confident as you normally do. It's really hard to think about you feeling good in your body for many people, especially if you've struggled with your weight for a very, very long time, or just your confidence in general. And Mm -hmm it's easy for me to sit here and be like, just feel confident and just, you know, think about how confident you're going to be, but you have to get into this mindset of thinking about the person you want to become, because if you think it, you're going to become that person, you become what you think. And another thing that really helps with developing this hot and healthy confidence is getting excited. I can't tell you enough how helpful it is to honestly, like just how you talk to yourself. And then also just how you view the steps towards success. Like you have to get excited about eating healthy, about working out, about doing the things that sometimes not so sexy things that are going to yield results. And the more you can hype yourself up, envision the person you're becoming and honestly get excited about the journey. That's what's going to get you to stick to it. And that's, what's going to get you to also like be that person you're wanting to be. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off 
anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Yes. And I love that you said that because I, I wanted to do all in with Teddy, but then I found out you had to run for like an hour every day. And I was like, I, like, I was like, I'm already dreading this. And I haven't even like gotten on a phone call with them yet. Like I do not want to run every day. That's not fun for me. Maybe for some people it is, but like I had to find for me, like I love working out now. And it's so funny. Cause when I say that to like anyone that knows me from the past, they're okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life, that you're super intentional, and that means you would love my jewelry brand, Prism. And no, it's not that hippy-dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz, and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant, and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray Necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows, and we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Like, um, that's a change because I was like vocal <laughs> in an anti-working out mindset. <laughs> like I was very like ugh, working out the worst. Like I almost failed PE. Like <laughs> I literally felt like oh I was God. failing. I was failing PE. My teacher was like, you've only showed up to 50% of the classes. I can't pass you. He's like, the only way I will pass you is if you come every single day in the morning at 7am for two months. And one of the months was in the summer and run around the track for half an hour. And oh my God. Like, I am triggered. Yes. I was. And I did it. And I went every day and it was me and my friend. And like, this is abuse. Like it was me and my friend. And, um, she missed one day. I went every day and he gave her 51% and me 50%. Fucking asshole. <gasps> oh my um, God. And the, I guaranteed the only reason he did that, he totally should have failed us was because he didn't want to have us in his class again the next year. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So anyways, that's a whole side note, but anyways, you have to find like a workout that excites you or like find recipes that are exciting. Like that totally resonates. Yeah. And even thinking about like the running situation that you're describing, like 
you know, public service announcement, if you're choosing a program and regardless of what program it is, like you have to think about yourself. Like we often think about the diet saving us. No, it's like, honey, you're going to save yourself. And like, what that also means is don't fit the mold of a program. The program has to fit your life. And if you hate running, I don't care how much benefit running could possibly have in your life. If you don't like it, you're not going to do it. You're not going to stick with it. So don't freaking do it. Yes. hundred percent. So I was on, I had a, an interview a few weeks ago and I made a comment about body positivity and how, and then, um, I kind of just said, like, I was just asking the question, like, I was like, is it possible that like the body positivity movement is putting some people into complacency and, you know, making not everyone of course, but like if someone is really not happy and they're not acknowledging that they're not happy with how they look and feel because, you know, they're being told, no, like it's, it's fine. You're fine as you are, but they know deep down that they want to change. And I'm not saying that's everyone or they know deep down that they're not healthy. So, um, I made a comment about that. A girl messaged me and we just had like a really good conversation about it. And she just kind of said, you know, I just didn't like hearing that from someone who's never struggled with their weight. And I was like, oh no, honey, listen to me. Like, let let me open up my diary. Exactly. Like weight struggle is not, um, and, and again, like, it's not like, oh, my life was so terrible because I gained 15 pounds. It was like, I was in a mindset of hating my fucking body. It doesn't matter what size you are that hurts just as bad if you're 200 pounds or 300 pounds or 150 pounds the pain is there and it's really about like finding what is healthy for you what hot and healthy means to you versus not loving yourself until you lose weight so like do you have women that come to you that and like how do you deal with them that are like I'm not going to love myself until I look like this model or until I lose X amount of pounds. Yeah. Oh, I love this. And I love the conversation you brought up too, because I mean, at within TSN and the women I work with, I have women wanting to lose five, 10, 15 pounds, or, you know, they may not even want to lose weight. They just want to change their body composition. And like, they may not even honestly see change in the scale where I have women embarking on a hundred to 150 pound weight loss journeys with me. So we have the whole spectrum of it, but you know, what unites these women, the fact that they're not comfortable in their bodies. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I am an aesthetic weight loss, private practice. You know, I obviously come from a place of being a dietitian. I want people to be healthy. And so that's a huge part of what I do. And, you know, food is so integral to that, but the, the huge other part of my brand is the hot factor and feeling good and being hot. I know there are societal norms, right? And those societal norms are harmful for all people on all sides of the spectrum. And of course we can't have this conversation without talking about like weight discrimination, which is a true thing. And I have clients that I may have not experienced it to a degree that my clients have, but I can empathize and I can understand and have awareness of that, of course. But, you know, being hot is not about the number you are on the scale. I was at my lowest weight. And let me tell you, I was the least confident, least successful, least motivated person. And your weight doesn't tell you that it's the confidence and the body and, you know, loving yourself all at the same time and being what I call a full package. But when it comes to like being hot, like it's, I don't want any woman to ever feel shame about wanting to look a certain way. And yes, you know, there's stuff with like societal norms, like we talked about, but like this journey is about loving yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's really harmful. I find when people 
you know, some people shouldn't lose weight, right? But for women who are just overeating and not treating their body with respect and weight loss can enhance their life, enhance their confidence, enhance their career, enhance how much money they make, enhance, you know, who they are. Why are we being shamed for that? I think that's a horrible narrative. Yeah, I 100% agree. So like, and I remember actually when I came to you and you were like, okay, what's your goal? And I, I gave like a weight goal and you were like, you were like, I don't think you need to weigh that much to get the results that you want. You were like, I think you can like only lose five pounds and get the result. You think you need to lose 10, but I think you can lose five pounds and just like work out more and you're going to like, like your results. And I was like, that's so true. Like we think <laughs> yeah. that we need, like we get caught up on this number, but it's like, there's, I just feel like there's so many different factors. Like when it comes to how we want to look and feel and how we want to fit into our clothes. And like, often we think that the work is going to take longer and like has to hit a certain number before we feel that way. But I don't know. I feel like what you're good at is just like helping people know, like, listen, like you're going to look great you know, after this amount, you know, you're going to feel great after the second week, you're going to feel even better after the fourth week. Like it's not about, needing to have that like overnight result or that like drastic change, like quickly. It's about that like consistency and creating these like healthy habits and loving yourself along the journey. Absolutely. And everything that you're saying is making me think of something I actually talked with a client about recently, but it, when you're thinking about like before and after photos or like, like the, what you brought up before, like uh, a model or a celebrity that someone will like show a picture to me of your, like these before and after photos, you're thinking, okay, this was me before I freaking hated myself. And this is me after like the peak of my success. Mm-hmm. But let me reframe this for you guys. Like that after is your life. It's the way you're going to live. And you may be bloated some days, some days you might not be bloated, but it's like, how can we normalize the end result. And I think part of the success women see when they do lose weight in a sustainable, fun and healthy and balanced way is they're doing it strategically, but they're doing it knowing like their end goal in mind, but it's not just about the end goal. And a big thing I do in my private practice is, you know, you may want to lose 20 pounds, right? 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds might feel overwhelming when you say the number, but it's like, how can we break that down? And yes, you know, your end result might be in three, four or five months, but it's like, what about two weeks from now? Imagine how much better you would already feel. And yeah, you're not at your end goal, but no big deal. It's like, you're already seeing progress. And honestly, I think it comes down to expectations. Like we're not happy even if we're seeing progress, if we're not at the end result. And it's like, that is such a negative mindset that we don't have those mindsets with other things in life, but we really put that pressure on ourselves with weight loss, but it's like enjoying the journey is going to make this fun and easier for you. Exactly. And that's another thing that I loved in working with you is that you're totally understanding that real life happens and we're not meant to be like a hundred percent like rigid all the time and that it can be fun and that we can have those fun foods and not guilt ourselves because the guilt and the shame is what puts you into the spiral. And I don't know, I feel like that's such a big part of it. Can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I have this expression, like you may think the fun foods are getting you off track, but really it's the fact like that you're not having the fun foods and, or, and then you're just like wanting to binge on them or go crazy. And that's actually getting you off track. And so a huge, you know, passion that I have is honestly just like normalizing fun foods. Like when you avoid them and put them on such a pedestal, 
guess what the F happens? You go out with your girlfriends to brunch and you are binging on mimosas Mm -hmm. instead of what if you just made that? That's a normal part of your lifestyle. Going back to what we said before, like what is your lifestyle? Your diet has to fit your lifestyle. So what foods do you love? What foods are non-negotiables for you? And instead of, okay, how can we avoid them for X, Y, Z amount of time? Like how can we, you know, sometimes might be more disciplined and might avoid certain things, but how can we, as a general overview of our lifestyle, like incorporate them. And the more you do that, honestly, the less like fun they become to you. And they're not going to feel as like bad. And you're not going to feel what I like to say. You're not gonna feel like an asshole for eating that. Exactly. You're not going to feel the guilt and the guilt and the shame is what, and I, and like from like an energy perspective, guilt and shame is the heaviest energy. So you don't think that like holding on to heavy energy creates heavy mass in your body. Like energetic, like I, that's how I felt too. Like when any time that I had gained weight, it was, I had gained like energetic weight. Like it was all like an energy thing and a stress thing. And then for myself, like you have to work on it simultaneously, like releasing the stress and releasing the guilt while you're doing these other like amazing things for your body. Yeah. And the energy is huge. I mean, mindset is something I've incorporated, honestly, since meeting you a lot more into my private practice, just because mindset is huge. Like you can have all of the tools, be super smart, you know, know so much about nutrition, but you're never going to achieve your goals if you don't have a strong mindset. And honestly, as I sit here, I'm just thinking like the more you hold on to the guilt about fun foods or overeating or whatever you do, like the less focused you are on your next meal or your next opportunity to make a good choice. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we're holding on to so much baggage that it like prevents us from showing up in our diet and honestly in our life in the best way. And I always say too, like being out of action is more draining than being in action. So it's like when you are sitting there, like thinking like, Oh, you know, like my body deserves better. I should have worked out today. I would have felt so much better if I worked out. I would have felt so much better if I like ate healthy. Like, you know, that's actually what's draining your energy. Like it's those thoughts. It's the shame that you're putting on yourself. It's like, if you actually would have done those things, it's not that you didn't have the energy to do those things. It's that you drained your energy to do those things because you were feeling like shit about yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. And also if you're sitting there thinking about what you should be doing for your goals and not doing it, but then really frustrated with where you're at, it's like the first step is going to be hard. And like, it's hard to get something in motion that isn't in motion, but once you're in motion, it becomes easier. And that's why once you're really consistent, missing a day at the gym, isn't a big deal. But when you're first starting off missing a day in the gym, it is a bigger deal. And it's harder for you to get that rhythm going again. Yeah. And even like when, like, I remember like when we were working together, like I would go away for the weekend and like eat risotto and like drink wine and like, and it was fine. Like it was like, there's never any like shame around it because I knew that I wasn't going to punish myself when I got home. I was going to just pick up where I left off and get back into momentum and like do the things that made my body feel good. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just about getting back on track. Exactly. Um, love. Okay. And you also have a freebie for us. Yes, of course, I had to be very on brand guys. So I have a hot girls guide to weight loss. um, And basically, in my private practice, um, Amber knows a lot about this. So I have a method and framework I use with my clients. But no, this ain't no traditional diet program with a good and bad foods list and making you honestly feel like crap. Um, Really, TSN is all about personalization. And honestly, a huge part of why I even started TSN is because I feel like in the weight loss space, 
there wasn't anything that was really asking the client, like, how is your lifestyle? Like, what do you, what do you like to eat? Like, what are things that you enjoy in your life? And instead it's just like prescribing a diet to you. Mm-hmm. So this three day freebie is going to really help you guys walk through the steps of TSN and what I teach my clients. Um, and honestly, just kind of demystify if you are working towards an aesthetic goal, like what actually matters for weight loss. Yes. Love that. And also just like, again, like don't feel guilty wanting an aesthetic goal. Like that's not like if you're doing it from a place of, I won't love myself until I reach this. Yes. You've got some mindset work to do, but if you're like, I fucking love my body and I, you know, I would be excited to have these abs or be excited to fit into these jeans, you know, that would make me feel really fucking good. Like, don't feel bad about that. Yeah. And I think even with what you're saying too, I've had many experiences with clients who come in and they may have an aesthetic goal and I'm all about keeping it real over here. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I may say like, I think that's an amazing goal, but like, I don't know how realistic this is for you. Yeah. Whatever we decide to work together and throughout that journey, it also is kind of like, that you, if you're feeling this way, like, and you're, you're, you kind of think your goals are probably unrealistic. Like you may learn along your journey, what you actually want to look like and what confidence really means to you. And your goals yeah. may change and you need to allow yourself that space for your goals to change. Yes. hundred percent. Yay. Okay. We're going to move on to manic moments and manifesting where we each share our last meltdown and our last manifestation. So I already shared about another meltdown earlier, but I'll give you guys another one. I had a little, a little, I don't want to say squabble, but like a little, um, difference of opinion with a friend. And I, I I did keep my cool. So I'm not, um, I wasn't like the meltdown wasn't the conversation. It was like the shame I felt the next day for like ruffling someone's feathers, but it, and, and like, I was really like in a shame spiral yesterday. And I was like, luckily made my ass go to like Legree with a friend and went for a walk and had a smoothie. And like, I felt so much better, but but yeah, I was just like really going through it. But like the manifestation of that was that I really felt so much more confident in owning my word, which is something that I've always kind of like, usually I would have backed down and been like, oh my God, no, you're right. And like, not like pushed it, but I really have been really like taking a stand for myself and like, not in like an aggressive way or even an assertive way, just like mentally being like, no, I stand by what I say. And like, I'm also open to hearing other opinions and changing my mind. If I agree with your opinion and I'll be the first to admit it, but if I mean what I say and I say what I mean, and if I don't know how I feel about something, I'll approach the conversation with questions and curiosity rather than like, this is the way it is. If I'm not like hundred percent, how I feel. So I just feel like I'm, I'm kind of like stepping away from having such like solid conviction and being open to, um, being open to other opinions, but also standing like backing my word and not feeling like I need to backpedal if I have a different opinion than someone. Cause no one really fucking knows anything. That's the truth. No one really knows anything for hundred percent. Sure. Everything is perception and everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Unless there's like hate involved, of course, like that's not cool, but anything else, like 
yeah, I'm just like really, again, that's that 5D thinking as well, where it's like, there's no right or wrong. Everything is just perception. Um, and yeah, I'm just, it was just, I just feel like with everything going on in the world, I feel like it's such a great time for people to work on their communication. I love that. And I mean, that's not what I'm going to share, but <laughs> I can relate to that so much. Cause I feel like this happens. I mean, not as not very often, but I'm just the type of person when I have any sort of confrontation, like even if it's like the littlest thing ever, like I just think about it for a really long time. Um, And it's really sometimes hard for me to move on from stuff like that. And that's, you know, honestly, it's true. I love that 5D mindset. Yes. Got to get it, girl. What was your last meltdown? Yeah. So, I mean, when, when you were telling me about this little segment on here, the first thing, and I'm going to go with my gut instinct. I'm really big on that, um, which actually relates to this perfectly (laughs) is honestly, it happened a few months ago, but I'm still kind of feeling the domino or I guess like residual effects of it all. Um, so I, in my private practice always did coaching, private coaching, I ended up having a really successful group coaching program that I no longer offer. And it was really because of the volume of women wanting to work with me. So in a really short amount of time, I mean, I was feeling, I mean, talk about energetic pulls. Like I was feeling like this, like something needed to change, something needed to happen. And I ended up switching my entire business model. And, you know, my, my main goal was to help as many women as possible. But as you're making such a quick transition on the back end, business-wise, and honestly for mental sanity and things like so much change at one time was just so much for me to take. And I was, you know, I'm a very fast decision maker. Um, it is a great quality about me, but it also isn't a great quality about me. And so I, you know, go with my gut. I try to make the best choices. Um, however, sometimes I can, you know, make choices really quickly and like, you're not thinking about the consequences. So long story short, I, you know, switched my model. I now have a membership, which is one of the most amazing things ever. I love it. Um, and I'm so glad I did it. I don't regret it, but switching so quickly, it really taught me with all of the different struggles that I did face with it. Um, that I'm sure many of you women listening to this can also relate to, it really just showed me how important it is to stop and think. And even after you make a decision, your next decision could be so, so vital to the direction you're going in. And I think, you know, just throughout business and honestly, my life and friendships and like just taking time for yourself, like that's just something I've really, really learned in 2021, um, how important it is to just like really think like sometimes we just like move quickly, but it's like, how can we start thinking more? Yeah. And like feeling into things rather than making these like knee jerk reactions. Yeah. Yeah. And knee jerk reactions. Um, and I found myself, I'm sure many of you can relate, like making decisions that were sound decisions, but then like trying to pick up the pieces after that. Cause you didn't realize, you know, one part of the decision was going to have whatever result. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, like you really have to think things through with all parts of your life when you're doing something. Yes. hundred percent. And listen to your intuition. And like, I feel like sometimes our fear can mask itself as intuition. And then we start listening to the fear thinking like, no, that's what feels right. But it's like, if it actually felt right, it would feel right for the whole time. <laughs> like yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. <sighs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Amazing. Well, this has been great. And I hope that we've been able to kind of shift some perspectives into just like letting people do their own thing and not 
you know, having to like judge people for having these aesthetic goals and not judging yourself over anything and like loving your damn body before anything. Cause if you don't, it's not going to work. Um, any parting words for our listeners? I love that. I loved your little summary right there. And <laughs> I just think like what really resonated from what you just said is like this idea that right now I know body positivity. I'm so for it. I'm so about body acceptance, but at the same time, like I never want any body of people to feel any sort of shame or guilt related to wanting to achieve an aesthetic goal. And it's just so sad to me. It's come to the point where we're associating weight loss with just being vain, but like losing weight can transform your life dependent on the person. Right. Mm -hmm. But you know, there is such an opportunity for you to become your best and highest self. And part of that is weight, but it's also about like having that confidence within you. hundred percent, hundred percent. Yay. Well, thank you so much, Lauren. And thanks everyone for listening. We're going to post the link to Lauren's freebie in our show notes. So make sure to check that out. And where can we find you online? Yes, you can find me on Instagram. I'm a hot mess express. Just kidding over there. Um, (laughs) I'm at sorority.nutritionist. Yes. Amazing. Yay. Well, thanks so much for listening, everyone. And we will catch you next week. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you. 